Welcome to the Value Investor TV podcast. My name is Becco and my partner, Hari. Welcome to this podcast. Um, we'll talk about a few companies that we discussed in the past, especially given the current situation with the coronavirus outbreak. Um, we'll talk about a few companies as we talk, as we discussed in the previous episode. So Hari, take us away with the disclaimer first. Yeah, this is the Value Investor TV podcast. We're a podcast that helps you understand the concepts behind value investing. We don't know your specific financial situation, nor do we know, um, you know, anything about you. So please um, consult <laughs> with a financial advisor before <laughs> making any uh, financial decisions. So, oh, that was awesome. We don't know anything about you. <laughs> that was great. That was great. So please, please, all jokes aside, please uh, consult your financial advisor before I make any decisions. Okay. Coronavirus is rocking the world. Yeah, uh, Harry, you want to say something? Yeah, but I mean, if you want us to know something about you, you can get send us an email, <laughs> info at valueinvestor.org, um, and get on our Slack channel. Um, uh, send us an email first, uh, info at valueinvestor.org. You can pull over right now if you're driving in the car, uh, pull out your phone and send us an email there. Um, but, you know, the, <clears throat> the email, uh, we can give you our uh, checklist, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, but also on our Slack channel, you can kind of have real-time conversations with both Becco and I and everyone else in the community. Um, and you know, we're really trying to, to use that as a way to get a hold of everyone. It's totally free. It doesn't cost you a dime. Um, and you know, you just install the app on your phone and then you can message us with questions or if you have an investment idea or if you want to just catch up on, uh, on news, you know, we, we're, we all have channels there for, uh, inside Slack uh, for that. Perfect, perfect. We would love to get to know you through Slack. Yes. What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is uh, this is another episode to talk that that we want to um, bring to you uh, related to the coronavirus. Uh, as we talked about in the previous episode, we talked about the virus itself, how it's impacting the world, and how it's impacting the economy, the GDP, different types of industry, Europe, different geography. We talked about all of that in the previous episodes. This episode, we want to revisit some of the companies that was highly requested by people on the in the Slack community, but also uh, just uh, you know between myself and Hari, we're interested in these companies. So first, uh, let's talk about the Southwest Airlines. Um, this has been, you know, a longtime favorite of yours and many others in the Slack community. Uh, obviously, this is very important and relevant given that coronavirus is impacting the tourism industry and as it relates to that, the airline industry, yep. right? Airline industry has been hit hard, very hard by this coronavirus outbreak. Um, and Southwest obviously is mostly domestic, right? They do fly international uh, to Canada and some other you know countries in the mid uh, in the Car Caribbeans and the in Mexico and things like that, but even then you know people are afraid to fly. Um, yep. Period. Right. Everyone's just afraid to fly. People are afraid to travel. So given all the situation, given given this uh, scare um, and people taking you know extra precautions, how do you think about this this business at this point, Harry? Yeah. So I, I want to point out that um, during the uh, the crash of twenty of two thousand eight, Southwest Airlines was the only con company that did not get a bailout from the government, um, and the reason for that was they were well funded, um, they had their debt levels under control, um, and they had they had a business that was fairly resilient um, even in in that economy because they were a lower cost provider 
than many of the other businesses uh, like American and Delta. Um, so one of the things that I find very interesting about Southwest Airlines is that, um, you know, they they are a very, very well-run business. And I, I would highly encourage everyone to go and listen to the podcast. Um, you know, the thing that's now happening is that we're seeing a huge reduction in the number of uh, people traveling. And that reduction is going to have a big impact on Southwest and everybody in the airline industry. But I, I think it's very likely that Southwest is not going to suffer, you know, a long-term um, shutdown. They're not going to uh, face bankruptcy. They have liquidity reserves that they can hit. Um, we haven't mentioned this before, but the oil and oil and gas, uh, you know, pricing is is going to drop significantly um, as a result of OPEC's uh, pumping more barrels of oil. Um, and so, what we're going to see is a, a huge uh, change in their business. But I think a year from now, we're probably going to see them operating like they would, and this is going to be a temporary shock, right? And so it's an opportunity for us to really spend some time looking at that company, paying attention to their valuation. And I think what we're going to end up seeing is that below a certain threshold, I think it's going to be around $35, you will see a a, a business that is well worth owning. Um, and and, and one, thing, one thing I just want to mention there is you know, when we talked about, again, as Harry mentioned, I encourage you, everybody, to go listen to the Southwest Airlines uh, episode. One of the things that you brought up in that episode, and I think this is going to be a consistent theme uh, throughout this, this current episode as we look at other companies, Southwest Airlines has been pretty powerful and pretty, you know, beneficial from shareholder perspective because of not only, you know, good business, but also, you know, buybacks that they're, 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 they've initiated, right? So from that standpoint, it's a it's a fantastic business uh, as, you know, as the stock price is going down, they might initiate more, more aggressive buybacks, for example. Right. Um, and from our standpoint, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity to buy with the buyback. Yeah. I, I think you're probably going to see a, you know, their long-term growth rates were going to be around six, seven to 8%, somewhere in that range. But with their buybacks, their earnings per share can go up to 25% growth rates. And so, to me, that that tells you that there is is going to be a a floor to this that may be higher than most people would expect, right? Because this this company has cash available, they can go in and buy their stock back. Um, now they may stop that because of liquidity concerns or you know having to shut down some of their their travel. But um, you know, one of the things that I would encourage people to do is if you go on or, onto our Slack channel, um, I've posted some articles from Barons about. Um, the airline industry as a whole, and I would highly encourage everyone to read those uh, as a uh, uh, as a place to find uh, more insight into what's going on about pricing, expenses, and so forth with uh, with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, regarding the buyback, maybe I just want to pose pose you this question, Hari. With the you know, obviously, a lot of these companies have loaded up on debt to be able to do these giant buybacks, right? That people are basically, I mean, basically the entire corporate America, maybe this is, this is exaggeration, but you know, a lot of corporate America has, has went ahead and took on a bunch of debt to buy back their shares. Now, say for example, you have a company that's pretty well run. You got a you know pretty good moat and there's a room to even extend that leverage even more to buy back at this point because the price is so low. What do you think about that? policy well so i mean i i am heavily in favor of companies 
spending money to to do the buyback when it's timed well. The problem is is that if you don't know how long the crisis is going to be, you don't know how long you're you're going to need the money. It may be difficult to gauge when is the uh, you know, so you're going to hoard your cash just to be safe, right? Um, so what I would say right now is this is a company that you would want to own for 10 years, right? Or 20 years because it's such a good business. So it doesn't matter as much about the short term, about what their buybacks are going to be because they'll eventually get back to them if they're not already going to continue them. What your real focus should be is this: is this a good business? And is this a good business that I want to own, Right. I don't fly on any other airline because I don't like them, right? Southwest is a great airline, right? And they're a great airline because they they actually treat their customers well and they have a lot of respect for um for the for the, you know, the the customer service aspect of their business. Um and I I would say that that's a really important part of why they're such a good business. Um and that doesn't change in a recession and that doesn't change long term, right? So I would highly encourage everyone to look at them. Um mm-hmm. Sounds good. Let's take a look at another company that was brought to our attention, NVR. Let's talk about that. Right. Uh, this is, has been a long favorite of yours, Hari, as well. And uh, I, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, um, you said, if I just bought that and, and then just sat on my rear end, I would have made so much more money uh, than, than yeah. what, what, you've, what you've had, right? Yeah. Uh, NVR has been pretty amazing in terms of the, you know, the compounding growth aspect of this all right just uh, being able to buy back their shares i mean again like this is a theme that i wanted to that i brought up earlier the buyback program that they've initiated long ago has now really yielded amazing returns for shareholders right and you know right now uh, nbr also being hit as with every other company now with coronavirus how do you think about their business and how do you think about uh, the shareholder return well, I mean, one of the things that I'm not going to get into the details of of NVR right now, but you know, they have a bigger moat because of the way they they you know build and how they've um, they handle their business, right? They are you know they have they protect themselves from downside risk pretty well, and then they they're also a strong buyback uh, business as well. So sure, they're going to have a temporary hit, and um, you know, I, I think the home building industry is not something that people pay attention to, but um, you know, people are not going to be buying houses when, um, you know, they're worried about, you know, getting laid off and things like that. Um, and so you're going to see a large contraction in these kind of, uh, large purchases and things like that. And so NVR may be a business that even though they've lost some value right now or lost some, uh, their stock price has gone down a little bit. It may not be the, the final extent of where they go down. And I would say even now, I would still think that they're a bargain, um, because they were cheap even, you know, on a routine basis, you could get them for fairly cheap. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So NVR, another company to, uh, to put on your checklist, perhaps uh, some, uh, at least a company to keep your eyes on. Um, certainly, especially, especially with this coronavirus um, sell-off. Another company we wanted to talk, talk about was Ulta Beauty. Yep. Uh, this is a retail uh, company that sells beauty products, a lot of female beauty products. Um, you know, in the, in the, on the podcast, we talked extensively about the competitive advantage, the management, all these other things. Um, but what, you know, you know, at the time, um, you know, we deemed that the the company was well run. It had, you know, it had a good moat, but yet it was too expensive. Um, now with this current situation, again, I'm going to pose the same question to you, Hari, what do you think about Ulta Beauty as it relates to, 
um, the buying opportunity. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I haven't looked at at them as closely as I did NVR and Southwest Airlines. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's another thing where this is a business that's very well run. You know, we had Becco and I had a lot of admiration for the business itself, the CEO, how they've maintained their um, their operations. Um, it's a tightly run ship. Um, and I, I think their e-commerce business is still going to be fine. I think there's a lot of things that are, you know, women still need cosmetics, you know, even in a recession. Um, maybe they'll pare down some of the more expensive purchases, but it'll for the most part, it's still going to be ongoing. So mm-hmm. I am not as concerned about a business like that. Um, and, you know, these are the kind of businesses that we love to to own. But we just most of the time can't afford them, right? Uh, and so now it's a, it's time to reassess. Maybe it's still too expensive, uh, but it, it would be a, you know, a company that we would put on our watch list and obviously check on every, you know, once in a while uh, to see how things are going. Yeah, definitely. Definitely an interesting company. And as you mentioned, you talked about, you know, um, you know, paring down on more expensive items. Ulta Beauty is in fact squarely in that area where, you were talking about more on the budget. Um, I mean, obviously they do carry more expensive items, but also they they specialize in kind of mass market uh, beauty products. So I, I think uh, they're well positioned to come out very strong, um, very very strong uh, on the other on the other other end of this. Um, as we were talking about these different companies, I just got a breaking news that Federal Reserve is going to cut rate to zero and begin new quantitative easing. Um, the Fed cuts the federal fund rate target range by 100 basis points to zero to 0.025. Yeah, and I, I think that's how they're going to inject that liquidity into the market. So um, I, I still think NVR and companies like that will be impacted, but it will be worth, um, you know, you're going to have to to follow those businesses closely and look for that that price and when you get to a margin of safety price that you're comfortable with you you buy right mm-hmm. yeah sounds good um anything to add before we close off Ari? yeah i think there were a couple other businesses that we saw to add to your checklist um sketchers and canada goose um mm. both companies that we admired uh but were at the time were either too expensive or uh were not ready to to purchase um, so just add those two on and, you know, go, go in and look at them, listen to the, the episode and then update them from whenever we did the podcast with any new information that you can find. Um, mm-hmm. so we just gave you five companies that you can add to your watch list and then start looking to see if they are, you know, businesses that you would be liking, you know, you would like to own. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. As it relates to that, I think a place, a good place that I started and, um, and, to you for you as well Hari was uh, you know 52 week low list um, I think it's going to be pretty pretty crowded in there because every company is probably hitting their lowest point um, the past 52 weeks but uh, that's a, always a good place to start the companies that are trading really low uh, that have uh, that have been steeply discounted for some some reason and uh, you know it's, it's a good place to look for uh, really you know really uh, good businesses Yep, that might be trading, you know, just on a discount for you know, for temporary reasons. Yep. All right, 
it sounds good. Um, thank you guys for joining us. And uh, as I as we mentioned in the previous episode, please uh, please reach out to us at info at valueinvestor.org if you want to ask us any questions, get your hands on the, the value investor checklist, or uh, if you want to join our Slack channel, um, please email us. Uh, we'd be happy to do uh, happy to do that for you guys. All right, guys, it's going to be interesting week. Um, keep your eyes out for you know opportunities and you know keep uh, keep trying to find uh um you know the truth as as Harry mentioned yep um awesome thanks a lot and we'll see you in the next episode yep thanks guys